0: So tell me tenderly I want to give my life to you <clears throat> OK, well, we are back. Uh, we had a bit of a play around on the phones, uh, but we've got Gary Seaborn, the um, umpire's advisor. How are you going, Gary? Good, mate. Thank you. Uh, what, what are the umpire's numbers looking like uh, at the moment for the, for the season? Look, they've improved um, uh, reasonably from last year.
1: Who by way of background, um, we need 26 umpires to provide two umpires, provincial and peninsula matches, and at least one umpire, the district and sub-district. Um, the last season, we, we averaged about <clears throat> 21 appointments during the regular season, and a couple of weeks, we only had 18 umpires. Mm. Uh, we are looking at being able to get to that 26 uh, umpires either by round one or round two and then to maintain it regularly throughout the season which is pleasing and we've got um, a couple of umpires that are, that are overseas and away at the moment It will start probably round two or round three so, so numbers have certainly improved this year.
0: That's fantastic. And I know Paul Tuff's one of those, is, is overseas at the moment
1: so he'll be yeah, back Paul in a couple Yeah, Paul ran of weeks. away to... Um, uh, England and uh, Russell Clovier now has, uh, I spoke with Russell this morning, he's um, he's very keen to put in uh, a full season, so he'll probably start around about round three and, and be available each uh, round. And we've also been able to get back um, uh, two or three umpires who very good umpires who were going to give it away but want to come back. So, um, yeah, the signs are that we'll we'll be able to um, keep that twenty six
0: umpires regularly throughout the year. Oh, that's a good thing. Now, just uh, hunting around on the internet last week, I noticed that uh, on as of this Sat or next Saturday, the first of October, there's a couple of uh, rule changes which are, uh, affect cricket. I'm pretty sure they'll affect us. One is with the batter being out caught. And if the batsman cross while the ball's in the air, you actually go back to where where you were, and the new batsman faces uh, f- faces the bowling. Is that?
1: Yeah, I believe. <laughs> um, I I haven't actually. Um, I was given all of the changes by Jason Nagle, uh, MPCA GM, yep. earlier this week. Okay. Um, I haven't actually seen that, but I but I suspect of the month there, isn't it? Everybody <laughs> is. wants to
0: do
1: that. Yeah. Um, the, the important, the significant changes that uh, that I've got out uh, that I'll let you know is that um, match starting and finishing time. Yep. Um, for two-day matches in provincial, peninsula, provincial, district, sub-district, first and second and other grade. Yep all uh, commence at 12.30. That's the key we'll one for everybody, yep. 7 o'clock.
0: Must finish uh, by with, 7, yep.
1: Yep, with the corresponding adjustment to the normal T to German,
0: yep. to 3 to 3.20. The
1: the only exception, Neil, for this is that there's now a formal provision in the MPCA senior playing rules for an adjustment to start men time uh, to take into account Red Hill and Bonio, uh, when cricket clashes with markets and shows. OK. Um, and so, for example, captains and the umpires may agree to start the game at 12.50 uh, and finish by 7.20pm in order to get the full six and a half hours maximum playing time. OK. But in in, in all other cases, uh, the game's finish by 7 o'clock and just a little nuance to that, of course, is that finishing by 7 o'clock means completion of of the last over which starts before 7 o'clock. Yep. So, <coughs> so if it takes if five or over,
0: six, ten, even ten minutes to get through that last over, then you still complete it.
1: If, if you start an over at 6.58 uh, and you've only bowled two or three balls by 7 o'clock, that over uh, will be completed, and that uh, that's the meaning of finishing by 7 o'clock. All right.
0: Look, an- another interesting one I read in the general rule changes, Law 22, talks about uh, a widening. It's come out of T20, I think, when batsmen start to adjust their stance uh, during the bowling run-up that you know, any... Any time that if you bowl the ball and it was somewhere within reach, even though they're moving around, it sounds like you get giving a little bit more leniency to the uh, to the bowler in this one. Has anything come through uh, to you on that one yet?
1: No, it hasn't. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'll go back and have a look, close look at the changes that Jason gave me, but they weren't they weren't in that formal formal list. I mean, there's always been the opportunity, um, as long as it's not a no-ball sort of off, off the green stuff, yep. a no-ball is a no-ball, but there's always been the opportunity if the batsman um, does make a move early and, and, you know, say move to the offside, uh, then the umpire has to, um, to judge whether the batsman was in a position to, to make a normal cricket shot. I mean, the laws of cricket... Um, uh the basis of it says that um, it's all about the batsman in his normal stance being able to make a normal cricket shot. Yep. Um the the uh, the thing that's a bit tricky here is that is it a batsman in his normal stance as he would face up, you know, taking Senator center, center or Senator Lee or if he chooses to move uh almost uh, as the is running in whether he changes the position of his normal stance to somewhere else further across the off um, we'll have a closer look at that mm. uh, Neil uh, with MPC and just make sure we've got um, um, a consistent view about that
0: Yeah that's that's the important thing I think uh, as long as the MPCA and, and uh, <laughs> you guys agree on that and you can pump that information out that's going to be the key thing so uh, I we're going to have to let you go in a moment, Gary. Sorry about wasting a couple of minutes trying to get the phone up, but the good news looked like a few extra umpires. Looked like we'll we'll have enough for most of the season. Uh, the twelve thirty start and the seven o'clock finish uh, is very very important. Jace has just got one question for you before we let you go.
1: Yeah, Gary,
0: this is just one. Good yeah, how are you going? Um, good, good to man. speak to you. Um, this is just one back to two day cricket that occasionally happened where we would have. Say two umpires one week and then one umpire the next week, and of yep. course the, the there's always slight different interpretations of rules. So I always <laughs> felt it was good to have like either two both weeks or one both week. I'm just wondering whether that's been taken into consideration across the two day format.
1: Well, that was that was a consideration really because of the numbers we had and mm. particularly low numbers. We we are aiming that we won't be doing that at all, so that when umpires are appointed in a two-day game, uh, they they are appointed and will officiate on both days.
0: Well, that's awesome to hear. Thanks for, for that, Gary.
1: Um, Neil, the only other thing, yep. very quickly, is on fast short pitch bowling, which is very important, the rule changes now that in one-day matches in all grades, the senior playing rules have been changed to allow only one fast, short pitch ball for over. Um, in two-day grades, it stays <laughs> the same at two fast, short pitch balls for over, but in one day, it's been changed to
0: only one. OK, well that, that's a good thing uh, to, to remind people, of that, that subtle distinction, because, you know, in that first month, we've got a couple of one-days, and we've also got a two-day, and people are going to have yeah. to be aware of that one. Gary... Thanks for, for joining us. We'll certainly get get you on as, as we get a bit more clarity about uh, about any of those rule changes and which ones apply to us and which ones don't. Great to have mm-hmm. a chat with you this morning, mate.
1: Thanks, Nick.